Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Love your YouTube. Can I just say, he's laying out his notes in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> what, well, on napkins? On napkins. And um, you've been at your daughter's house and she obviously has a lip set notepad. Yeah, notepad made of lips. Lips. Pink and that's, lips, yeah. That's what his notes It's the only bit of paper him. I could find. Do Got to write things down now. Lip. There's notepads in the in the cupboard in, in reception. Uh, I'll get yeah, you a when I was on the train. Do you quite like sitting there li- just Looking writing at, on the lips just no. to get people to think, what is this man do, doing? Do you know people learn in different ways? Mm. I always I always find if I'm trying to remember something, if I write, write it, it down, down. Mm-hmm. I seem to remember it. If I just say it in my head, it goes. That's an actual thing. That is a thing. Because I'm pretty similar and my cousin's a teacher and she said to me one time, oh, that means you're whatever kind of learner. See, I can't even remember what it was because I didn't write it down. I knew there was something <laughs> wrong with me. <laughs> no, you can't write it down, then it won't go in. It's a very normal thing. Um, 81089 at TalkSport on social media and 03717 is the number to get in touch with the show today. It's uh, Bank Holiday here. I hope it is where you are as well. If not, unlucky. Um, on to the next one. Uh, but give us a call and talk about the football, the sport over the weekend. Uh, we're going to debrief it all today in a nice, fun Monday chat. It's good to have you here. Yep. Thanks. It, it was brilliant, wasn't it? The get over the weekend. I mean, the Liverpool game yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't know about you. I was sat there thinking, hmm. I can see what's going to happen here in a minute. Uh, uh, Newcastle never finished them off. Um, and then the Man City game that turned into a bit of a drama at the end, where Sheffield United got a chance to to equalise, and Kyle Walker made a mistake. Then their fullbacks made a mistake. Rodri strike. Uh, we've had the boxing for Stappen. He don't even get a mention oh anymore. Oh my goodness, what's that nine now? Nine. Oh, yeah. The golf. Hovland. What about him last night? Running away with that. What's so, that purse? You like your the, the purse for the golf in this one, FedEx. Uh, like 19 million or something like that. 16 you know what, million, though? 19 million. It's crazy. It used to be absurd, but now you've seen the wages the footballers are getting and getting offered. I mean, it's just unbelievable that the Saudis are trying to, I don't know whether they're trying to buy football, but eventually they're going to work their way in to, mm. to, to get a say in what goes on. Um, but it's been brilliant, and uh, I'm I'm pleased to be here with you because you were always smiling, oh, always happy, it. same every day. Always fun to be out, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to get out and about. I actually had such a lovely weekend. Did nothing, did nothing whatsoever. Um, my little one was actually a wee bit sick this morning, but Dad's got it under control. Um, and it's nice to be here with you. But we want to hear from you guys this morning, this afternoon. See, I'm normally here in the morning. I've just said morning. It's not morning. It's five past. I one. know why your little one was sick. Well, She's seen the receipt for the. For the childcare fees. Oh my god! For the nursery parents, yeah. by the way, if your kids are off today because it's bank holiday, but you have to pay in advance, it's a sickener. 
the amount that you have to pay for nurseries to be closed. But listen, I'm not complaining. I actually love the nursery that. And they go to school in a couple of weeks. Uh, 03717 Liverpool fans, we touched on it just earlier on. Klopp saying it was quite an incredible comeback as well. It really was. Did you see it turning out that way? Uh, well, when you've been in football a long time, you, you do think what's around the corner. And I just thought the whole thing, that's why I was writing things down. There were so many things happened in that game. Uh, where'd you start? But it, it, there was like duels on the pitch. Trent and Gordon. That was a great... Where, mm. where, where Gordon got the better of him, and I wouldn't have thought that. Trent should have been sent off. It was a foul on him. Definite foul. If we go from start to finish, definite foul on him. He shouldn't have thrown the ball away, but... Yep. But we've all done that when when you feel like you, you've not got justice, you, you you end up showing a bit of petulance, which wasn't that bad, but it was a yellow card. Then he should have been sent off because he's put his arm across Gordon when yeah. he's done him for pace. Then Van Dyke, I thought that was a red card. Um, I had it all, didn't it? We are oh, going to get into the yeah. full the full details uh, very very soon. But oh three seven one seven double two double three double four Liverpool fans and also Newcastle fans as well. Like you say, Sick. you've been around football long enough to know when it goes one way or the other. Everton as well. Well, we want to hear from the Everton fans, don't we? Because mm. uh, a lot of my mates are Everton Wolves. fans, mm-hmm. and they are in disarray. And the fans, are, I mean, last week one of my mates who I play golf with. Les, he said, it's the worst I've ever seen. So we want to hear from the Everton fans on what can be done. Sort it. Arsenal fans as well. I mean, uh, Alan Brazil, for example, he thinks it's definitely going to be between Manchester City and Arsenal. He sees Arsenal as being in it. But then dropping points against Fulham in the manner that you did, um, how do you feel about that as well? Uh, 03717 Do you still very much so feel uh, like you're in it? Or can anybody stop Manchester City this time around do you think it's possible uh, no I don't uh, I think they have lost some players they've lost you know Mares, Gundogan's gone they've they lost Jesus and Zinchenko who was the left back that went to Bayern Munich they've lost him as well mm. um, but they've secured the services of Silva which is great Haaland and, uh, and uh, Alvarez up front look lethal Grealish is playing well no I can't see him I can't see anybody stopping him not the more Manchester you talk United about United with that midfield, Man United, Man United <laughs> oh, fans, so bad. Don't so panic. Bad. Yeah, he's I do. still he is still rebuilding. He's only been there twelve months, and there's still players in the dressing room. I've counted eight hmm. that he needs to get out of the club. Eight of them. He's still get, once you're getting players out, you're still building. Hmm. He's not. He's not on. He's not at the stage where he's just adding to his team. There's still some players in there who've been playing for him for the last three or four years just picking their wages up. He needs to get them out of the dressing room. So when he addresses them every day, they're all looking him in the eye and they all want to be there and they all want to try. You've got eight in that room, in my opinion, who are just not at the races. Also, I mean, six points out of nine. You know, my, my husband actually said to me the other day, well, we need to win this game. You haven't, we haven't won a game so far this season. I was like, what are you talking about? You... you 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 beat Wolves. It was one 0 mm. That that happened. It was just such an unconvincing performance. The problems in the mid midfield. We know about that, but I'm glad to hear you say as well that it's twelve months of Eric Ten Hag. It's not enough time. There is still a rebuild going on. The job that he has done has been fantastic. You've had two finals. You've won a trophy. You know you're finishing Champions League football. That's important. And also Rasmus Hoyland apparently is in training now as well. There's a lot of pressure on him, isn't there, mm. as a youngster to come in and deliver. Um, there's comparisons to Erling Haaland as well. I actually can't wait to see him in there. And I'm looking forward to seeing Marcus Rashford back in his normal position as well. But as the midfield is a problem, it's actually links to the papers um, just coming out in the last kind of 
few hours as well. Scott McTominay linked to Bayern Munich as well. Mm. Hmm. Why would that be? Hmm. What? What do you mean? He's not good enough to play for Bayern Munich. I'm being honest. I, he's a great lad. Looks to me like a great lad. Great attitude. Gets around the pitch. Tries his best. Does well for Scotland. If you play for Bayern Munich, you've got to be one of the best midfield players in the world. Perhaps, perhaps Thomas Tuchel sees him as something he can work with, getting the best out of him. I think Scott McTominay's all heart. Uh, like you say, playing for Scotland, he is always a, a brilliant performer. But I think for Manchester United as a squad player, he, he is reliable. He's just not as good as you would want him to be. And, and he's had enough time to be there. Well, no disrespect, because I know you're a Man United fan. If he's not good enough to get a Man United's team, how can he get him by a Munich's team? Hmm. So... I don't get that one. Okay. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. Anybody want to get in touch with anything about uh, all the subjects we've just got onto there? Uh, but we need to really get into Newcastle against Liverpool. It ended Newcastle one, Liverpool two. Two goals from Darwin Nunez as well. I was actually out in the square with my kids and I had it on the radio just out at the garden at the front of the house. And there's a, a number of houses that face into a square. And I swear one of these houses started shaking. <laughs> And I turned around and I went, oh, obviously Liverpool have scored. And then again, moments later, it happened again. But two great goals as well from Darwin Nunez. Do you think he's arrived? Has he finally arrived? Oh, well, I, I was in a similar position to him. I, you know, I got Liverpool bought me for a lot of money and the pressure's on. You know, you can mm. feel it. Like I've got a score and he's missed a lot of chances, but he gets in. You know, and, and, and he had this problem when he first went to Benfica, first season. Struggled, missed a lot of chances. And then the next year, he'd, he'd done really well. So hopefully... Those two goals now have, have pushed him two brilliant finishes from where he was mm. against against a good goalkeeper as well. Mm. Early strikes across him in the right spot. Two chances, two goals. So hopefully that pushes him on and he gets the self-belief because honestly, I know how he feels this morning. He would have got out of bed this morning and he feels like someone's took a detached house off his back. <laughs> he, he would just get up and can't wait to up. play football. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, how are you this Monday? Welcome along to Hawksby and Jacobs. My name's Shaban. Dean Saunders is here. You're listening to TalkSport. Good to have you with us today. Uh, I've just had an update from the husband. Yes. Daughter has been sick again. I see, did he add on the end of it, what time are you back? <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you can get away early? That is the kind of question he would ask. I'm like, no, okay, we kind of come off here at four. So, that's what, yeah, but can you get away early? <laughs> no, not today. Uh, 03717 is the number if you want to get in touch here in the studio today. We're going to speak about Spurs uh, and Bournemouth very, very soon. But it's time now to take a look over this weekend's action with our five-minute roundup. Thanks to Tool Station. Do you know we've got five minutes basically on the clock to round up some of the weekend's Premier League action are you ready? Ready. Okay, let's kick off with Manchester City who just about got the job done with a 2-1 win at Sheffield United yesterday. They needed a late winner from Rodri to do it but defender Ruben Diaz told TalkSport that they got the reward for not giving up. The big difference is when the goals go in or not. Uh, we had so many chances. We had the penalty even or especially on the second half we were inside that box basically all of our players and uh, but still the, the, the ball needs to go in to make the to make the game easier and uh, obviously they had credit on on keeping it away and uh, and we just kept on chasing kept on chasing and chasing and uh, gladly you eat smart for us in the end there you go dino it's your time now uh, see what do you think i just think the biggest part of being a top footballer once you've got the basic skills to play in the premier league the biggest part after that is your actual will to win 
and how much you want to win and what you're prepared to do to win. And for some of the squad who are not like that, some are, for example, Rooney, some aren't, it comes from the manager. And if you look at, he wasn't there yesterday, but mm. if you watch Guardiola, how he behaves in general life, he's not allowing anybody to sit and think it's all right to lose a League Cup game or an FA Cup game. You're not allowed to lose. So when they needed a goal, they got one. Yeah. Kyle Walker made a mistake the other end. At the other end, within 10 seconds, he made the goal. So it just shows you that, that that's the biggest part. When you get massive transfer fees for players, you pay, you're playing for their heart. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, moving on, Aston Villa got three points with a resounding 3-1 win at Burnley. Moussa Diaby continued his fantastic start to life in the Premier League with another goal, but Unai Emery wants him to get even better. His adaptation is going, is going fast, but he needs uh, this adaptation. And each match for him to know better his teammate, the teammate he, he knows him better as well, is very important. And then his capacity to to assist, his capacity to, to score goals, and and I think it's adding us, uh, his qualities being, being stronger in our, in our squad with him. There you go. Unai Emery's thoughts as well and Musa Diaby. What did you think and are you happy with Aston Villa? Um, yeah, sometimes you get a paste in, first game of the season, and instead of papering over the cracks that you had, it tells you everything you need to know and it gives you a chance to put it right. They've put it right, they've come bounced back straight away. How many goals have they scored now? Something like 15. Hmm. Uh, and a lesson to Burnley, give the ball away in the Premier League. Clearance to Watkins, Watkins to Matty Cash. And the right back, come right winger, gets in the box and scores two. Aston Villa are flying. OK, fair enough. Finally, West Ham upset the odds with a 3-1 win at Brighton on Saturday. David Moyes told Hawksport he's looking to build a strong squad for the season ahead. We're going to try and build a strong, strong team. Um, we're going to try and keep the pressure on the players. We actually, you know, need it because today I thought we were, were fading a little bit with sort of 70 minutes. We couldn't really keep it going and maybe didn't quite have a lot of the, the changes we'd like. But I've got to say, uh, you know, hopefully we'll know we'll have Agard back and, uh, you know, Dinos is, is in the building and maybe he'll be ready in a couple of weeks' time with a bit of luck and we'll have uh, one or two others with a bit of luck and let's hope that we can, we can put up a challenge in the league this year. There you go, Dean. In one minute, what did you make of West Ham at the weekend? And is David Moyes proven he's still the man for the job? Brilliant managing. Uh, obviously, Brighton play through your press. Brighton are brilliant at it. They actually got a set routine where they can get through you. So I've got a good idea. Just let them have the ball and don't press. And that's all he done. I think they had 88% possession, something. And they scored three goals. And if I was David Moyes, I'd turn my phone off right now. <laughs> Don't accept any incoming calls because Jared Bowen has just joined the Mares and Salah club of controlling a 50-yard pass on the half volley. It, what a goal. That is, that's going to be hard to beat for me, goal of the season. Really? Bowen's goal, yeah. I, I can't begin to tell you how difficult that is. When what you're running really flat out mm -hmm. and the ball's coming over your shoulder and you've got to control it and then move it with your other foot in your stride and then find the finish in the bottom corner. It was an unbelievable goal. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Let's crack on, actually, because this is an interesting one. You know when you listen to Hawksby and Jacobs and they get the most random guests on? This is up there with one of the most random and cracking guests we've had. Max Stanford, competitive eater. Um, Max, you're, you're actually 
going to join the, the hot dog, world hot dog eating competition. And you're up there with a chance. How are you today? You well, Max? Hi, Max. Yeah, yeah. I'm very good. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? I'd, I'd say I don't know if I'm up with a chance, though, because the, the pros are very, very good. But I'm just happy to have qualified, to be honest. So you're not a pro eating hot dogs? No, so I mean, I'm an amateur, so I have a day job. I work for a children's charity, um, and I've just picked this up as a strange hobby. And uh, they had oh. their first Nathan's Famous Hot Dog qualifier in the UK on Saturday, and I did 34. And so I qualified to go to Nathan's, uh, the official Nathan's Hot Dog Contest on the 4th of July next year. So, yeah. Oh, just so just explain the rules to us. How does yeah, it work? You've got- so you've got 10 minutes to eat as many hot dogs as you can, and you can do kind of what you want with the hot dogs, which means that lots of people take the hot dog away from the bun, dunk the bun, eat the hot dog, and then eat the um, bun. So oh it kind of gosh. helps to go down. So it's a, bit, it's a bit of a strange one, but they do that so they can eat as much as they can. And the world record is 76 in 10 minutes, mm. which is ludicrous, which is absolutely crazy. So, yeah, I did 34, which is, which is good, but 76. nowhere near the kind of... Yeah. So if I put 76 hot dogs in a bin liner, it'd be full, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's about seven kilograms. How'd you get all that in? I mean, they do a lot of training for it. Oh, my. How do you train? I just So would you stretch your stomach, obviously? Just keep stretching it and stretching it. Yeah. And and there's also a lot of, like, so I do a lot of, um, I know people wouldn't know anything, but lots of being really active. Uh, I'm on like 20,000 steps already today, just being really active, go to the gym, and then it's training your capacity as well. So lots of the people that do competitive eating now are quite like ex-athletes in a way, or they've done that. Bodybuilders. Yeah, because it's quite, one, it's quite a lot of dedication. And two, you have to like, you know, have have trained your body to be able to kind of do those endurance because it sounds a bit crazy eating for 10 minutes is maybe not that uh, difficult. But after three or four minutes of eating like really fast, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a marathon to be honest. By, by the way, it's expensive practising. I mean, I've just worked it out. Uh, at the Emirates, Ten a tenner for a hot dog. How much is it? About oh, a tenner? Yeah. That's 34 oh, yeah. hot dogs, 340 quid. I know, I know. I did I did, a, I did 11 practices before the quarterfire, so I, I, I racked up a little. Luckily, it wasn't that expensive, uh, but I racked up quite a lot of money trying to kind of practice this because going to a fourth jar is kind of like they say, it's the World Cup, the Super Bowl of, of comparative eating, so it's pretty pretty big honour to have got to this, this is a controversial question right which yeah. which I'm a bit nervous asking you Go on, but, yeah. but are you like a big lad <laughs> or a small lad uh, if people look up if people look up Max, like Max Stanford I kind of have a, a channel like Max versus Food you'll see I'm pretty average guy I'm about 6 1 and I'm about like Mm, yeah, probably about 80 kilos, so mm. I'm not big at all. And like um, you say, um, doing 20,000 steps a day, you have to keep yourself fit to take yeah. part in such a... Sh- I find it just baffling, like, that you, you train hard for a competition like this, but of course it makes sense. You've got and what to- hot dogs are they? Yeah. Are they like the circus hot dogs, them skinny uh, so long ones, or are they the, the cinema hot dogs, them big fat ones? <laughs> that's another one as well. So they're like, they're 100 grams each, but Nathan's uh, hot dogs are beef, and you, it's very rare to get it in the UK. Most UK hot dogs are, are pork, oh. so it's like different to eat. Yeah, so Beef hot anyway, dogs. It's, it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's interesting. If anyone gets to go to America and have Nathan's hot dogs, it's, it's very nice beef hot dogs. But 
yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit different. So, yeah, a bit of a disadvantage because it's difficult to get them in the UK. Well, good luck um, next year <laughs> in Coney you. Island in New York. Yeah. Um, you've got to go up against the legendary Joey Chestnut, who ate 74 in 10 minutes. So yeah. good luck with the training. Keep in touch with the Thank show you. as well. I will do, I will do. Thanks very much for having me on. Don't, I, I'm a mum and sometimes I'm like, okay, if I can give the, the kids a quick I feel a bit sick. dinner, I'll be like, give them a hot dog. So I think my son could compete in this any day. He smashes like a full tin of hot dogs. Yeah, but not with the bread as well. Mm-mm. It's the bread that he fills you it. up. But honestly, bread and hot dogs, it's meant to be. This is his future. It's all mapped out. Uh, Max Stanford, thank you very much. The competitive eater. Could you do that? How many hot dogs could you handle? I feel sick just talking to him. <laughs> we watched a video before we came on air and I was like, <laughs> watching people like hot dogs <laughs> like that. It's just not great. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You're listening to Talk Sport. Shaban here, Dean Saunders in for H&J as well. We mentioned earlier on the song that's going around. It's trending on Twitter. I know you're a big fan of Twitter over there, Dean. He's like, what? No. <laughs> What's Twitter? Oh, it's called X now. It's called X now as well. Um, and it's Robbie Williams singing Angels. However, it's been transformed for Ange Postacoglu. It's been written by another guy. We're going to speak to James Black in just a second. But here's what it sounds like. Christian Groves. 
Oh, it's brilliant. It's very, very good. By the way, Robbie Williams can still hit a note, to be fair to him. That will never leave him. But joining us now, the person who actually wrote the lyrics to the new revamped Ange version of Angels is James Black. Good afternoon, James. How are you? Afternoon, James. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. This must be the most weird kind of day and a half for you now that you've written this up for Spurs fans and Robbie Williams is singing it for you. Yeah, it's absolutely mental, to be honest. I, I can't get my head around it. It's crazy. It's, uh, um, I've, I've been a fan of his anyway, but like I thought he was a Port Vale fan, and now he's a Spurs fan, so I've managed to turn him into that as well. Do you know what I mean? I think it's... <laughs> obviously, the whole stadium are going to start singing it. Yeah. Obviously, because it, it don't... You know, you can remember the words quite easily, yeah. and it, it rhymes brilliantly, and it's it's just class. Well, well I play at the stadium every, every game. I play uh, at Tottenham Stadium every home game. And that's why that's when I wrote it for the Man United game, and that's and the fans started singing it uh, there in the concourse bit, just trying to take him out into the ground. Now you know. What I mean? <laughs> so wait a minute. But yeah, they started singing it straight away. Oh, well done. I mean, it's it's just it sounds good as well. But how did Robbie get a hold of it? How did Robbie Williams become involved? I don't know the complete uh, that. So I was sent messages yesterday, and I was heard it's going to happen in a sound check. He was going to do it a sound check. I thought that's going to be quite funny. <laughs> Um, and then um, it was Robbie Hotspur, his, his name on Twitter. And then um, he just uh, sent me a message saying it's on. And then I just looked down at my phone and he put it up on Instagram. I couldn't believe it. That's just bonkers, isn't it? And it's just it's just funny. And it's good. Like, it's good lyrics all the same. By the way, I'm a United fan, but uh, I'm a big Ange fan because of Celtic. Willie really broke my heart. What was that noise? Did you just let off? No, it weren't me, no. <laughs> I, it weren't me. It weren't me, was mate. It, was it you? <laughs> it was <laughs> Ange. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, I mean the feedback on it's just been really funny. I can see it trending on social media as well. It must be a bit surreal for you. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I've, I've done a few. I've done one. Um, I'll tell you the weirdest bit I've found with it is, and I don't know if you're going to believe this, but rival fans have been messaging me saying they like it, and that's a bit weird. I've never had that yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> crazy for me. The, the words, are, the word, I know it's it sounds simple, but the words are brilliant. How you've yeah. got them Thank out. I mean, it's like a, you must be like some sort of poet. <laughs> Bless you. Now, I've, I've done a few for Spurs now, and I've uh, you know, I've been playing there for sort of three or four years uh, at, the, at the stadium, so I'm, I'm used to it. And I've got a nice rapport with the fans, um, but yeah, I'm, I enjoy it. It's, it's the greatest job. I'm Tottenham over everything. Like I'm Tottenham over music, so it's just a dream to play there. James, I've got to advise you, right? Because yeah. I've been in football a long time. <laughs> Have you got right. some backup lyrics for when you lose three games? <laughs> and they start singing the spirit dean <laughs> singing songs oh, and you say Pep's the greatest manager but he's just copying Big Ange <laughs> hey That's Christian Gross that, gets a mention how's he got in there hey, Christian Gross <laughs> with the train yeah. ticket yeah I remember him he's got in there he must be delighted it's the first song he'll ever be in Tell me, James, the difference as well in, in the stadium just with these, you know, first few games and Ange Postacoglu and playing the football that you've been wanting to play for so many years. How do you feel as a Spurs fan? You know what? That is the... When I played before the games, I played pre-game and post-game in the stadium and that is the loudest it's been. Even when we got to the Champions League final when I was, I was playing um, around there, it's the loudest I've ever seen the fans. He just seems to have unified it even after one draw at Brentford. That's all they'd seen in the league at that point. But what we see is the Tottenham way. We see attacking football. We see like the way that we want to play, our identity. 
that we've been so starved on for, for so long. So everyone's just ready and just gone together, and it's it's been incredible. Mm. Yeah, it was just it was strange, wasn't it? Because I can't criticise Conte. I'm sat in the Talk Sports studio, and he's won everything. So, Top of the but, world. but you've got to give our opinion. I just couldn't understand how stubborn he was to not take the handbrake off with the with the attacking players you've had, mm. and now Ange just took the handbrake off. Well, you look at Basuma as well. Like he, he, yeah. he was saying, like his footballing brain at some point. I can't believe that. Look how he's how he's turned out. But yeah, I'm, who am I to criticise Conte as well? I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. But, but just watching them play, I just I'm so excited, and I haven't been for like two two years. I'm counting down the hours. To, oh, to, that's good to hear. It's it's that, that my job's hard because I have to still sit there. Um, and, and play when we don't win. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of glad that you know it's so I know it's three games, right? It's three games, and we all need to calm down. But as do Spurs fans as well. But it's the difference that you're seeing in the style of play. And I was saying to Dean before we come on here, I don't know if I've pulled this stat out my backside, and I'm 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 fond for doing things like that anyway in terms of like making up numbers. But I'm pretty sure when Ange was Celtic boss, everybody in the starting eleven had scored apart from the keeper, and it's that all-out attack philosophy that he manages to just imprint in everyone wherever he goes and that will get you results and that's the thing it's been Spurs' motto for quite some time is this all attack in football and now you're actually getting it and well, it's, yeah. it's not take, it's not taking them long has it? No we're getting players like Mickey van der Ven come out saying um, what's football without risks mm. and, and that sort of it's, it's almost like him saying to dare is to do in another way do you know what I mean so I think he's getting that message across to everybody from the from the get go and he said to James Madison didn't he, he said Sign it, sign or not, but you'll see a completely different Tottenham under me. And yeah. he's absolutely even from the Shakhtar Donetsk uh, friendly, like it was incredible. Madison's got a football brain, that's his biggest strength. He yeah. knows where to go to get the ball. I've yeah. watched him in the first game and he was just brilliant the way he just found space. So well, I think you've got an idea how they're going to play every yeah. time when you go now, next game, you've got an idea what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to go. They're going to go after the opposition. That's it, and always moving forward as well. There's this good clip of Ange Postecoglou and Celtic were playing, and they were like four 0 up, and somebody played the ball back, and he went nuts. He was like, always move forward, and that's that's the that's the play that Spurs will adopt. Listen, James Black, well done for writing these yeah, lyrics. Yeah, well done. Keep enjoying uh, the season ahead, and get some. Um, you know, lyrics written as well for when things might start to go wrong. <laughs> Could never be too prepared and get, I don't know, get somebody else to sing it, Justin Bieber or whatever. You sky's your limit when you can get big Robbie Williams uh, to sing one of your Spurs songs. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.